DOS effects, man. Listen to this show. We 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 pull out the samples from from way back in the day. This is this is can't have nothing. Everybody remembers the the DOS effects straight up suicide album and hold it down, which is their second album in my opinion, is actually better than than the first album that they came out. They they weren't into the iggity as much. It was just some straight up bars. People sleep. On Das Effects, man. Das Effects. It's, we talk about, I talk about in sports, influential players in, in basketball. So we talk, we obviously Magic and Bird and Jordan and AI and Steph Curry. I'm not saying that Das Effects was, was, was at that level when, when you translate it, but they were really influential in the 90s, man. I mean, as so many people bit off Das Effects. And they were kind of the champions for the underground. Now I'm a I'm an underground rap music head. So you you hear me playing the MF Dooms. I love Red Man. Red Man is kind of one of those guys that 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 is crossover partially underground. I love Pete Rock. Pete Rock's done a lot of underground stuff. One of the better albums. If you never heard, I play a lot of these samples on the show as well. If you never heard the the Pete Rock, the Lost Tapes with I and I. And Baby Pa. You got to download that. You you were talking about some really phenomenal music that Pete Rock put out. After after him and CL Smooth split, Pete Rock put out some amazing music that wasn't mainstream. There are a lot of albums that get shelved and they don't come out till 10 years later. Large Professor, the LP. That's another one of those type of albums that, that are fantastic People don't know about it, but but Das Effects, man, Das Effects had three really good albums, in my opinion, and and their whole style and they when they came out with the They Want Effects video, and their underground, the whole the whole reference to being in the sewers is being underground hip hop artists coming from fr- coming from New Jersey, New York, New Jersey area, grimy, gritty, Timberland boot wearing, fatigue army coat wearing hoodie wearing hip-hop and i said the other day on the show hip-hop has evolved so so shout out to all of the young talents that are out there everything doesn't have to be 80s and, and 90s but 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 my era is the dos effects era and that's that's the type of music i really personally i got frustrated with the shiny suit era with, with diddy and all of that stuff you had you had mace in the videos floating around in a spacesuit, kind of like kind of like the the scream video with with Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson, but they could do that because they're 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 the goat and and the goat s, <laughs> so they they could do that. Mace Diddy, y'all couldn't do that. So after after that kind of ruined hip hop, I really got into to the underground stuff, man, and that that's what I what I really bumped. I I I messes with that that underground stuff. That's that's what I'm about. Planet Asia, people like that. Shout out to Planet Asia. 
I play a lot of his music on the show. Shout out to nonfiction groups like that. That's that's the type of stuff that I bump. But I had a I have a, I have a interesting couple of interesting things to to discuss briefly. So I'm reading the New York Post, and if you follow me on 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 Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, I said I said during the NCAA tournament, I said, look, I don't pretend to be someone that follows the NCAA tournament. Now, the tournament was fantastic this year. This is the first year in a long time that I sat and watched pretty much. All of the everything from the Sweet 16 up, I watch all of the games. I don't usually do that. I'm usually mad because Ohio State got upset early, and Ohio State was like a three seed or a two seed, and then they lose to Oral Roberts, which is embarrassing. And I don't want to watch the rest of the tournament, so I'm I'm bitter, I'm angry, all of that stuff. So I just I basically tap out. But I knew that Ohio State sucked this year, so I wasn't expecting much from them. I didn't even expect them to win their first game. So I was kind of more looking at the players. I had said, I was like, North Carolina, North Carolina has a has a really good, deep squad. And I was very high on them. I felt that Hubert Davis was getting that team together. Hubert Davis, look, they they were they 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 coughed up that lead to to Kansas. But North Carolina was a bubble team. Back in late January. I remember they played Duke. Duke beat them at like 30. In their own building. And what Hubert Davis, first year coach, UNC is not that easy to coach. You have a plethora of talent, but you have uh, you have amazing expectations. Maybe realistic, maybe not realistic. And I felt what Hubert Davis did with that team was was fantastic in the, in the year. I don't, I don't think there's any shame in blowing that lead to Kansas. Kansas, Kansas has... Like five people, six people are gonna play in the league on that on on that on that team. Kansas is a is a is an NBA factory. So giving up that lead and, and and UNC blew that lead to Baylor. They almost lost to Baylor in the second round. So I think I think they gave it all. I mean, there's one of the kids threw up on the court. <laughs> like they, they gave it everything that they could give. Did everything that they could do. Kansas was better. I, I felt Kansas would win. And Kansas won. And it's in the whole thing with Coach K saying it's not about me. And I think historically, when someone says it's not about me or it's not about the money or it's not about this, it's it's unequivocally about me. And it's unequivocally about the money. When someone says it's not about me, it's it's one hundred percent about me. So if if he if he wanted to to bow out quietly and not have a farewell tour and and be glorified and put on a pedestal. He would have just quit at the end of the year. And there are rumors now that Coach K might come back. I think that's Jay, Jay Williams out um out at 710 ESPN in LA. I don't I don't know if that's Jay Williams reporting the news or manufacturing the news. Obviously, he was a superstar for Duke, and, and had he not gotten that car accident, probably would have been a fantastic point guard in the NBA for the Chicago Bulls. But if Coach K wants to come back. You know, he's 75, but but he seems like he's in good health. He coached pretty well in the tournament. He doesn't seem like Joe Paterno at the end or Bobby Bowden at the end where neither of them really knew where they were or what was going on. They weren't wearing headsets. They weren't in charge. Clearly, clearly all the power was delegated. Coach K is out there, center court, screaming and yelling and calling out plays. So if he's healthy enough to coach 76, 77, why not? Where, where, is, he, where is he going? His kids are grown. And his wife has been by his side, and he's a god at Duke. 
So that's basically my 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 limited knowledge of of college basketball. It's all the blue bloods. It's Nova. I used to be on ESPN six ten in, in Philly right before the Jay Wright show. Jay Wright's a, a fantastic guy. So you got Novas, the the UNCs, the Kansases, the Dukes. Gonzaga is is kind of a, a quasi blue blood. I think the Chet Holmgren is too skinny. Like he's he's seven one, but he's like one hundred and twenty six pounds. I wouldn't draft someone first or second that was seven one, one hundred and twenty six pounds personally, unless he's going to play the small forward or the two. Because if he goes down into the post, there's a grown man like that. That Bakut, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. The 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 kid that played for Kentucky that won the 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 Naismith. Those are some grown bleeping men. They're putting up double doubles constantly and and abusing pretty much everybody with within their path. So you're gonna get that work in the league if if you think that you're gonna go down low and and have guys now I know it's not the old days like the the Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer, so guys are a little softer than than they were once upon a time. But you got you got you know you got guys like Anthony Randall. You got guys at Zion. You got you got some you got some grown men down there. You're not you're not going to do a whole lot of work on the block at 126 pounds. But the one thing that I was sure of, I said, hey, I don't know much about St. Peter's, but I know that Shaheen Holloway ain't staying at St. Peter's. That's one thing I can guarantee you. And Shaheen Holloway, I remember Shaheen Holloway playing for 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 Seton Hall. Back in the day, and he went to Seton Hall. So I'm reading from the New York Post. It says trio of St. Peter's stars enter the NCAA transfer portal after Shaheen Holloway's exit. It goes on to say the the player exodus comes less than a week after head coach Shaheen Holloway announced he was leaving the program for his alma mater, Seton Hall. The players are Doug Eddard, Daryl Banks, and Matthew Lee. Banks led St. Peter's in scoring this past season with 11.3 points a game. In the team's thrilling overtime upset over Kentucky in the first round of the NCAA tournament, Banks drained five three-pointers and scored 27 points. Has anyone done less with more than, than Coach Calipari? That's another, that's another conversation for another day. Is it possible that, that Coach Calipari is a, is, a, is, is a bad coach? Not even a mediocre coach. We know that he can recruit. I mean, this man, this man had this man couldn't win a chip with Marcus Camby, who was an amazing college player. He had that team, those teams at UMass. He's won one chip with Kentucky. Like he had, did he have Devin Booker and Boogie Cousins and AD? Like all, when are all those guys on the same team? When Devin Booker coming off the bench? That's basically an NBA All Star team. But I digress. Edder came off the bench, but as a sharpshooter. With a marketable mustache. So that's the guy with the pube mustache. And he became an NIL darling. He can deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. And partnering with Barstool Sports or Merch. Now Barstool, that's that's Gilly. That's Deion Sanders. That's the that's the that's the Barstool machine. Now Barstool, love him or hate him. Barstool is probably the best in the country at internet marketing and shock jock clickbait sports talk and they do a fantastic job they're hilarious not really my brand not really the highest brow of people we're not we're not talking about the 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 MIT intellectual crowd we're talking about the Homer Simpson the 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 Duffman crowd however but Barstool Sports is is out there getting it 
And they're making a lot of money. So I just I've talk about I talk about the transfer portal in football all the time. And I, I just think for these kids, I don't know if they're gonna go follow their coach and go to Seton Hall. But it's just they they had the spotlight. They're a 15 seed. They beat Kentucky. They went all the way to the Elite Eight. These kids should have the opportunity to do something better. That's to, to me, man, that's America. People complaining and saying, oh, this is this is so this is so bad about their coach left. So why shouldn't they get to leave? See, in the old days, the coach leaves. And I love to see a brother get paid. I think I think Holloway got a two and a half million dollar deal. St. Peter's is a very small school. That's like three grand, three thousand people. It's a very small school. They had no business beating Kentucky. But to see these kids that played, they they stepped up in the spotlight. The kid with a mustache was hitting all those threes against Kentucky. They deserve to have better opportunity. That's America, man. That's that's the that's the that's America. That is capitalism at its zenith. If you perform, if you're great, you should have a chance to take part of free market capitalism. Their coach did. He upgraded his salary. He got he got his bag. Why can't the players go to a better school? Why can't they go to UConn or Syracuse or even to Seton Hall or, or St. John's or one of these elite biggie schools or ACC schools where they can get NIL deals and get free chicken wings? Lance J Show. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.